I am Zarina Dimitrova, a strategic partner and mentor to businesses in the process of transformation. Join me on Grow and Learn as we explore a range of topics from personal development and career advancement to relationship building and financial management. With practical advice, inspiring stories and expert interviews, we'll give you the tools you need to thrive in every aspect of your life. Join us as we share insights and strategies that can help you achieve your personal and professional growth objectives. Welcome to Grow and Learn. Today, I'm speaking to Albino Sanchez about leadership, about transforming organizations from the people's side and also from uh, the side of business transformation. I'm talking to executive coach Albino Sanchez with a 20-year executive career uh, in leading companies himself and then consulting these companies. He's the founder of ahaimpact.com. Hi, Albino. Welcome. Hi, Serena. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. <laughs> Glad you're joining me. Albino, uh, you're, in, you're based in Palo Alto, the heart of, uh, of tech. You've been working for technology companies. What have you? Let's talk a bit about uh, recent developments. I know you have a long career, but what are you observing in recent months, let's say, in your work? Well, uh, I've seen in the environment a lot of uh, change, yeah? you know, in business. Uh, now change is uh, constant, right? It's uh, We need to expect change every moment and we need to be adaptable and flexible. And specifically, uh, we're seeing, you know, a lot of improvements in technology. Uh, we're seeing uh, AI has improved in the last year amazingly. So we can see uh, it's the, the development of AI is everywhere. And uh, now we're seeing also machine learning. So uh, it's it's something that we need to embrace and we need to uh, bring into our businesses, right? Uh, if we want to thrive, if we, we want to compete. So I think that's a big trend that we, we all should uh, embrace and, and incorporate in our, in our businesses. Uh, and, and have you, what have you been seeing in your clients lately other than, you know, the trend that it's happening? Are they actually adopting it or is there just, mere talk about it and anticipation or are they actually taking steps in transforming transforming their companies with the new technologies how are how are companies dealing with the change are they just sitting well, on the fence or are they taking action i think we can see you know in both sides we can see companies uh, some of them are really intensive with this and they have generated uh software with ai and and that's the, the core I, I see that in some companies and in others, we can, they are still still waiting to, you know, so, so others make the mistakes and still waiting to see uh, where, where's the opportunity, right? So I think we can see a mix of both. And, uh, but, you know, I would recommend that we, we, we enter to, uh, to this uh, trend as soon as possible because, uh, you know, it, this is going really fast. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, how have uh, how have you seen uh, and experienced change or how have you participated in change previously before this wave of technological change? Sure. Well, I've been a business consultant for almost 20 years. I, I've been specializing in strategy execution, uh, which, you know, when we think about strategy, uh, there's a big process or a group of processes that have to do with 
defining that strategy, designing the strategy, but but the work doesn't stop there. We now we once we have the strategy in a you know in a document, or maybe the strategy the 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 C-suite team has already approved the strategy for the following five years or the following year. Now there's a, a new challenge, which is executing that strategy. So I've been working with uh, many organizations, specifically on uh, mostly on the part of execution, which is many times the, the most difficult part, right? Because organizations, many times they are not ready to, uh, to you know, create new capacities to um, innovate. And, and that's, that's the, the moment where they start struggling because, you know, many times, and especially nowadays, uh, organizations are trying to be as effective and as efficient as possible. So there's been a lot of layouts and people are doing maybe uh, their work and the work of another three people that that used to work with them, right? So everyone is so overwhelmed and they're trying to do 10, 20, 30 things uh, at a time. And now the big challenge is how, how do you incorporate uh, additionally to the day-to-day operations, how do you incorporate new things that are strategic, right? So how do we find time to do important things that are not urgent many times, but that are building the future if we do that. So so that's that's where I come in. I help organizations uh, incorporate strategy in their day-to-day operations, right? Mm-hmm. So that people can prioritize uh, strategic activities within uh, the, their overwhelming uh, workload they already have. Okay, so it's about prioritization. It's about uh, using processes and systems to be more efficient. I also help with that. And specifically, what I you know that my differentiator is that I I use uh, technology. As I was talking about AI, etc. Uh, I use technology to help organizations identify opportunities within the you know the universe of information they already manage. There's big organizations that manage, you know, so many transactions. And sometimes their systems don't let them see what's happening. Mm -hmm. Their information is scattered throughout many systems and they don't have that visibility. So uh, we developed a a, a technology that uses AI that we, we gather all that information and we present a dashboard where they can see clearly uh, what's happening in the organization, where are the opportunities. And then we help them to, yeah, and then we help them to, to go and, and execute those, those uh, new opportunities, turn them into projects, and we help them also with their teams you know, because uh, I'm, a, I'm an executive coach and, and working with teams and working with their culture is key for them to execute. Yeah, that's that's what I do. All right. Um, do you already have some uh, cases? How, how many months have, has this been rolled out for? The AI system the, with the dashboard. Do you do you have some sure. results that you can share already? Sure, sure. We have uh, some cases from uh, the last two or three years, and we've been working with pharma- pharmaceutical companies uh, in Mexico, and we have a, a, a very interesting case where this company was uh, was really not seeing uh, what was happening until we presented this dashboard and uh, they 
you know, their salespeople, they were selling to their customers, but uh, they were just, you know, <clears throat> they were not giving them the best service. And, and that's something we we understood with with the data. Huh? And they uh, they thought that, they, that their most profitable products were were growing. And with the data, with the data, we demonstrated that their profitable product products were actually, uh, you know, reducing their volume, and and they were increasing volume of low profitable products. So, so that was you know affecting the, the the manufacturing. So manufacturing was very busy, producing many different products that were uh, low uh, profitable. They were not profitable. So they were trapped in this situation. So what we helped them with is identify which ones are the most profitable. Then we prioritize those ones. We help their sales team to really focus on, on giving the best service and also prioritizing sales on those products. And then we identify all the a lot of products that were not profitable and we we, we stopped producing those and we stopped uh operating with those and you know we turned around the company in in, in a few months so that was that was a, a great way great experience mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and and what is the input that you used to uh, feed the ai system well, what kind of information did you or what kind of systems did you integrate well uh we we have the, the main source of information are their operational systems they the their their enterprise management system and uh, you know their databases so we practically ask them to have, gather us as many as much information as possible so that we can uh what we build is a like a lake we'd call it a lake of data so it's we we gather all the information and we uh <clears throat> we introduce it in a in a very big database that uh you know, brings together all the information that they they have scattered in different systems. So, so we use their transactional information, financial financial information. That many times, you know, finance has their own information. Their sales has their own information. So we bring all that together, and and you know, it's amazing what our the, the executives tell us. No, they hey, I was not aware of this. No, I was not seeing this. So yeah, that's basically the big big value of what we what we do, giving mm -hmm. the visibility. I see. So from from your observations, what are the most common challenges uh, that that companies face? Are they based on um, uh, processes? Or are they based on company culture? Where do you see the majority of issues coming from? Oh, great question. Um, I think what, what I've seen is that the, the most important uh, problem or issue is organizations are not so aware of the importance that culture has in their results, in their <clears throat> execution strategy, etc. You know, um, working with... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, first of all, you need to have the best talent possible, right? But then you need to um, to empower that talent to trust in their, you know, their criteria, their their the thinking, etc. So, what we're doing in in our consultancy is that we are helping organizations. Um, 
transition from the traditional way of management into a new way of management. The traditional one is where we see the, the org chart. There's usually a pyramid, right? Or a triangle, where at the top of the triangle, we see uh, the high-level executives, that they are usually the ones that, you know, define the strategy, make decisions. And, and what we are uh, understanding by that chart is that people on top are the ones who make decisions and people at the bottom are the ones who obey those decisions, right? And they are not so allowed to, you know, to suggest things or to do things unless they have the authorization from people on top, right? So that's the traditional uh, management model. We are helping organizations transition into a new model, which is a much more um, people-centered model. Okay, where the the premise here, the uh, what we are, the core idea here is that people are creative. People are they have talent, they have uh, human potential, and and if we believe in them and we we give them the the empowerment, the tools, the resources, they're going to thrive uh, because uh, they have they are intelligent, they are capable, right? So. What we are building is what we already built it. We are what we are implementing in, in some with com, some clients is instead of having a instead of having a pyramid, a, a, an org chart, uh, the traditional one, we are building cells, cells which are um, you know diversified um, teams. So do we have several teams uh, that each one of the teams are you know close to the market? They have. We empower those teams so they can have resources. They have financial resources. They have a budget. They can make decisions. They are. They have their own. Uh, each cell is like a business unit, actually. So they can they can generate revenue. They have um, obviously they they incurring costs. They execute uh, activities, and they have a budget. So this this is very very interesting. Uh, how <clears throat> these teams are much more independent uh, they, they generate much more innovation and people felt uh, you know, feel really good by being empowered and trusted uh, feel, feel, people feel that they the management trust them and and you know growth in, in some companies that have implemented this is, is amazing mm -hmm. uh, and I, I think that nowadays we need to uh, transition into these new models where People are at the center at what we're, we believe in people and we empower them and we uh, trust them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this has been uh, in the talk for, for many, many years, you know, the, the human centric model of running organizations. And yet it's not it's implemented in a very few companies because the first ones, not the first ones, but among the first uh, um, cost items that, that go are salaries. So. That, that need to be, um, you know, reduced in, in times of crisis, which is what we're entering anyhow now. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to be restructuring, but people are expecting that technological change will eventually affect their job. And so no matter how human-centric uh, companies are trying to present themselves as, they will eventually have to or will probably make decisions that will not be very human-centric uh, in, in terms of employee-centric. Uh, um, how, how do you think, or, or what is your expectation on uh, the development of 
this approach of human centricity when AI starts taking more and more jobs, people are uh, transitioned to more part-time jobs. Do you see this still uh, or like management still focusing or, or, or seeing the value in human centricity? Well, I think thanks to AI, we are going to start, you know, looking into, you know, the value of, of human potential, the value of human, you know, uh, thinking, uh, creativity, right? Because, okay, AI is going to help us, I think, to replace uh, so many groundwork, a lot of groundwork, a lot of uh, operational activities that don't require much creativity, much, right? So, uh, we, we need to see AI as a tool, as something that is going to help us uh, progress faster. And we can direct or we can uh, prompt this AI with our input, with our creativity, etc. So we, we need to work as a team with AI. So yes, AI is going to replace a lot of uh, jobs, yes. But now I think that the challenge is to, you know, on one hand, people start to need to start, you know, um, maybe, well, you know, developing themselves and maybe developing, maybe uh, they're identifying their talent and seeing and see how they can market that talent in the, in, in, you know, in the marketplace and become maybe entrepreneurs. Maybe that's what's one route for them. Okay. And talking about, uh, What's hap what happens within the organizations? Okay, uh, what we need now is to, you know, empower the people that are staying, so that we can uh, make this uh, like yin and yang situation where we we both benefit. You know, uh, the human talent, human creativity uh, prompts the AI and work together so that we can, you know, be a, a great team and and we can really thrive as as organizations. So I think that. Uh, it's important now more than ever to to empower people and to to be aware to have the awareness of the importance of having the right culture for the you know the execution of your of your of your strategy so yes i think that uh, ai is 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 going to help us with this uh, trend of uh, being people centered and customer centric yes Mm -hmm. Well, I, I was watching uh, recently a show of ITM trading with Daniela Cambone, who interviewed, uh, I can't remember who the guest was, but it was a recent guest that actually talked about the um, the return of businesses to the, to the US driven by uh, robotics, so the robotics by uh, Tesla, who are going to be the um, uh, provision, they're going to be provisioning cheaper labor so that all the companies that once outsourced to China are now expected to be returning in the near future to the US. Um, so this, inter this will not open uh, more manual jobs, but it will open other opportunities uh, around this possibly. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I partially understand that there's a, a good and bad, uh, but, but for a person whose job is at risk, um, how can they possibly express their full potential if they know their position can be, there's no, absolutely no security in any sense. Their position can be cut tomorrow. Sure. 
You know, that's what I was at the beginning of our conversation. I was telling you that we should all embrace AI. Uh, I would recommend those people to you know start learning about AI, start you know, and and also you know be very aware of what are their most important talents and how can they you know provide service their service to maybe not that organization but others uh, and and they maybe can market the service in in in, in everywhere and <clears throat> become a, a solopreneur maybe or an entrepreneur and and you know i think that that's that would be a a great way of uh you know solving the situation and obviously uh if that job is going to be caught by by AI, it may, you know, it may be much more difficult to to get the same job anywhere else, right? So that, that you know, I was... It could be simply the job market, not not necessarily yeah. AI, but the economy is already, like the statistics in the US, I think I uh, heard again on this same show from ITM Trading, I think it was uh, like people that were working, uh, it was like the ratio is uh, three, uh, three, if they were working three part-time jobs, now they would have to work four part-time jobs to supply the same income or something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and what I'm seeing also is that there's uh, companies that you mentioned China. For example, China, uh, companies, Chinese companies that want to uh, enter the U.S. market, they want to manufacture and sell in the U.S. market. Well, we are seeing a lot of near-shoring where they maybe for example through mexico they can establish a, a factory in mexico this is happening with tesla for example they are they are building a mega factory in, in monterey so uh that's just an example but that's happening right now in company in, in countries that are you know third world countries but they are they have a border with a first world country so uh this nearshoring or soft landing is happening right now at a huge scale, and that's a big opportunity uh, that that workers can embrace and they can migrate to this uh, these uh, countries that are receiving a lot of investment from large companies and they need labor, right? So it's a matter of you know moving to where the labor is needed, right? Uh, so we we need to be aware of that, and 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 also. If, if what you do can you know can be delivered uh, remotely, we we should also be open to to offer it you know globally, right? So that's another huge opportunity we now have. When now since COVID, we 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 see a lot of uh, new uh, developments of uh, you know things that can be done now remotely, which before COVID were you, you were unthinkable, right? So there's also a big uh, opportunity to to sell your services to offer to to the whole world right so and therefore also marketing skills are really important now right so that you can uh, let people know what you're doing etc so yeah those are the you know, the recommendation and 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 something that we we are doing to help this these organizations that want to uh, <clears throat> to enter uh, first world markets through nearshoring, we we developed a, a software. We developed a platform where um, organizations like from China they can you know become members of the platform and they you know they input their information and also uh, 
other organizations from from the, the, the in this case Mexico for example they they are they want to provide services to them right so we create a platform that that becomes like a, a marketplace or it's like a uh, like a like LinkedIn but for manufacturing for example right where, where they can find each other and they can do business and what we provide is we we filter uh, who's there uh, that they are reliable that they are you know and we also um, provide them with uh, some um, guidance so that that you can be you know um, you can have peace of mind that you're going to deal with uh, with with organizations that are you know are reliable okay Mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's another uh, development that we, we we've been doing, and we are now uh, com- uh, having conversations with uh, large organizations like the like the Mexican uh, Chamber com- Chamber of Commerce, for example. Okay. Interesting, very interesting developments. Uh, Albino, how can people uh, get in touch with you? Find out more about the platforms. You also mentioned you have an upcoming course. Can you tell us a bit more? Sure. Well, uh, you can reach out to me through my LinkedIn profile, which is uh, linkedin.com slash IN slash Albino Sanchez. Albino is A-L-B-I-N-O. And and you can book a call with me. And also you can visit my website, which is ahaimpact.com. Aha is like like A-H-A, impact.com, right? And and well, what's coming is... uh, Recently, I'm a co-author. We we launched a, a book, which is the uh, it's a series of books called uh, "Cracking the Rich Code," and we are a series of uh, we are twenty co-authors that we 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 were brought together by Jim Britt, who, who's recognized as one of the the, the global uh, coaches, most recognized coaches, and he brought us together so that we can write about our experience in, in business and our lessons learned, etc. So it's a very interesting book that I recommend you to 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 look for in Amazon. It's it now recently became a bestseller in Amazon. So it's it's called Cracking the Rich Code. You can also find a, a link in my website for that. Mm-hmm. And and I also have in I have coming a, a change management certification course. This is going to be online in English. And this is a high-level uh, course where we develop uh, people so that they can uh, lead a big transformation in their organizations. Um, and so it's a it's a framework that's been uh, put together throughout 20 years of implementations. Uh, I, I partner with an organization called Acertare. Acertare. Uh, <clears throat> It's a global organization that developed this framework, and I'm uh, I'm uh, delivering this this online course in a couple of months. So yeah, if you want more information, please reach out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, Albino. I think we uh, brought in uh, quite a lot of information and of um, insights into the developments of uh, technology business. Thank you very much for all your inputs. Again, your website is ahaimpact.com. Yes, yes. Thank you very much, Sorina, for having me here and and hope to see you soon again. Thank you for listening to Grow and Learn. We hope that you found our podcast informative, engaging and inspiring. 
Our mission is to help you keep growing and learning, and we hope that our conversations and insights have provided you with practical advice and useful perspectives. If you're looking for personalized support and guidance to help you achieve your personal or professional growth objectives, I offer a range of services to help. As a trusted management partner and mentor, I work with businesses in the process of transformation, looking for new streams of business, as well as M&A. With an extensive professional network of experts and mentors, I can bring on board the right person or team based on the specific needs of the company I'm working with. To learn more about the services I offer and how I can help you achieve your goals, visit my website at growandlearn.org. You can also reach out to me via email or social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Grow and Learn, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is important to us and it helps us to continue to create content that is relevant and valuable to our listeners. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to sharing more insights and perspectives with you in the future.